overreact if I had to Put some things in the past to And don't let them distract you But react if you have to I'll react if I had to Put some things in the past to And don't let them distract you But react if you have to React if you have to Don't know the time, boy What's up? Hey guys, Hanos Anonymous episode 18. 18, man. It's hard enough to keep the days straight and the epi- let alone oh, episodes shit. straight. But I think you're right. Well, I'm glad we're punching through them, though, man. I mean, we got to keep putting them out there. Yep. I know that, uh, like we talked about last week, not everybody's listening to podcasts right now because they're just out of routine. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's cool. Uh, we get it. I mean, I'm not listening to many podcasts. Didn't you tell me you weren't either? Yeah. Yeah, man. I listened to one today because I drove somewhere. But other than that, I haven't <laughs> right. listened in a long time. Um, and you know what I've I've been doing like when I've had dead, I guess, you know, if I'm not on the phone or I don't have the news on in the background or whatever, I will throw on. I've been listening to some music. Um, yeah. We talked about that a little bit with with Mike back when we did his episode about music being very therapeutic, mm-hmm. um, and I've I've actually done that, and um, I I, I want to talk about in a little bit what you were I've seen you've been you, you and other people are like playing music online, which is which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. But but before we get started, um, you look fucking old, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, tell me what do you what do you mean by that? Uh, happy birthday to the big liberal. <laughs> yes. I had a birthday last week and uh Did you get any presents? You know, I didn't really. <laughs> you know, you get to that certain mm-hmm. age it's like presents are yeah. over. Uh I got a card in the mail from my mother with a gift card. That was beautiful. You know, what can you really do right now, I guess? Um, no shit. Uh but we went to Have you ever been to Chucka Burger? In the uh, Bridgeton area? You know, I don't think I have. It's like uh-uh. an old-fashioned drive-in. Like, you pull up, and they come out. To, it's, old school. It's like Sonic, like but, but original. But real, like good. Yeah, 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 so we went there just for something fun to do. Drove all around. Uh, uh, ended up in, like, the heart of North St. Louis on accident. <laughs> well, so that was fun. Perspective. Yeah. Um, but on, you, you get to get a real life look at what poverty looks like, right? It's true, man. And like, and I mean, I just, you know, God, I just sounded liberal. You did sound liberal. And now I'm trying not to sound, uh, right. N- not woke, okay. but like you get a, you get a look at stuff of a thing you don't see every day. It's almost like this, like virus stuff hasn't even hit them or affected their way of life. The, the people who live there and, um, you know, mm-hmm. they're out and about and they're together and it's just a, you know that's just an observation i don't mean to like I, no you're good i you know what i mean no opinion i, I, about I know that. what you mean completely yeah no it, it and it's some people don't have the fucking luxury to to just sit at home right yeah. and they got to you, you got to feed kids you got to you know you're, you they're living this people's in, in poverty stricken areas living conditions aren't what ours are so that's right yeah but, you know, I got a comfortable house with some space and fucking, you know, electrics on and shit like that. Yeah. So, so we yeah, do, you never know, man. We took a drive and, and then, you know, kind of came home mm-hmm. and I played some music, like you said, uh, got online and played some music. So every time you go to play, first off, you don't give me a fucking heads up. That pisses <laughs> me off. You know, are we in this shit together? Yeah. Yeah. I should. I You're get, right. I, 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 yeah. I'll tell so, you. I know. Time. So I, Fuck, man! I um, I'm your number one fan. I gotta, and every time then when I see you on, it pops right up on my timeline. I'm like just starting Ozark or something, so I'm like shit. I can't listen. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a point the next time to to I want to sit in, and when I make a request, fucker, I want it, I want it adhered to. Well, maybe I'll go live from the Pondoff's Anonymous page. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so the six people on there can listen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. We're fucking pathetic. <laughs> no, I. to be honest, um, happy birthday. Thank I was going to sing uh, 
and I was gonna walk around in a bra and sing that <laughs> like Wayne's World. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> Dude, that's like Happy my favorite birthday movie. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> How's that? Perfect. Love um, it. It's funny your 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 birthday falls on the day after the liberals' Fourth of July, <laughs> which is April fifteenth, tax day. <laughs> I'm Ronald like, Reagan said. The difference between Republicans and Democrats are that the Republicans think that every day is the 4th of July and Democrats think that every day is April 15th. <laughs> oh, Enough politics. If only we had Republicans I get the last like word. Reagan again. I thought he was extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wanted to get the last word politically, so we're going to move on. Okay, okay. <laughs> um. Kidding about, you know, well, halfway serious about our six to seven listeners. We were talking before we came on about um, some people that have uh, that are reaching out. And you put something on Facebook recently. Um, and I loved it, man. It was awesome. And your vulnerability on, faith, on that platform uh, uh, co- combined with th- this podcast is really resonating with fucking people. Mm-hmm. You were uh, sharing with me that's a, that that you're you're really feeling it, and it's you know it's why we're doing all of this shit. But um, I wanted you to talk about that a little bit, if you don't mind, like that, like what summarize your post and and you know without too the specifics, uh, generalize some of the feedback sure. and and actually not just feedback, but th- there's there's been a shift that people aren't just giving you feedback hey thanks for doing that there you were tell, sharing with me that they're kind of shifting their plan of action so there's actually some action to it yeah for sure you know the other night i i had had a really rough day um actually i had a really great day and then uh something happened in the day that completely triggered my anxiety to like a level that i hadn't seen in a while because mm-hmm. you know like i said i'm an introvert so staying at home has actually kind of been calming for me i've really enjoyed it but Something happened Monday, day after Easter, that just completely tanked the day, and I started to go downhill. And um, the next day, same deal. I, I said on there it was a two Xanax day. You know, I started started with one in the morning, and by the afternoon I had to grab another. Um, really? Yeah, it was. And that day, as far as I could tell, there wasn't anything that triggered it. It just was, you know. And that, sure. And, and that's the problem with uh, an anxiety disorder, you know, it just normal people have anxiety over things sometimes. And then like people like us, Chris, we just have it because, you know, there's no real reason. And, um, but you know, I decided I, I've, I've shared it here a million times and I wanted to share it there Mm -hmm. too. Um, that I have it. And, and mostly because I want people to, uh, who don't have it to know that we are out there, you know, and the people who, mm-hmm. and that we, and that we can function in normal society, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's right. really nothing, I'm not ashamed of it. And I can, I can live and be a productive member of society, but also that if you are struggling with it to like seek help, because I mean, I think there are people who are, are really seeing, uh, anxiety levels like they never have before. I was even talking to my primary care physician. We had a, uh, a zoom call like we, you and I do. And I said, you know, I can't tell the difference right now between my anxiety disorder, my diagnosed anxiety disorder, and just like what a normal person would have. And she said, that's completely normal. You know, right now, anxieties are super high everywhere. Um, but being able to kind of share that with, uh, my friends on Facebook and then here too, I've had some some people reach out in a good way, and and a, and then some of them even mentioned that they're reconsidering uh, reaching out to their doctors, getting back on medications that they they had sort of gotten away from because they thought that they were well, so they didn't need it anymore. Um, I don't. I'm not really. I don't really care if people think medication for anxiety is bad. I think it's great. I think it's good. <laughs> uh, it's changed my life. Um, and, but 
if you are somebody who has found a way to cope without having medicine, that's great. Um, but I would just say, man, at least talk to your doctor about it right now because I think it's worth it and, and you can get through to them and like everybody's doing these teledoc things right now. It's, it's possible, you know, a couple things that first and foremost, that is if you're going to have access to a telehealth or if that, if it's almost easier because a lot of people's barriers actually go into the doctor's office, right? You don't That's have to right. do that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's be- use this time, this this the shit we're living in right now with all this COVID stuff. Like, use this time to. It's so easy. Fucking sit in your, like I do, my gym shorts and my wife beater and, and ring up somebody. Although I got a shirt on for you, Jeff. Yeah. Thanks, um, man. But all you got to do is do. I mean, it, it's easier than actual. If when this stuff clears up, they're going to want you to come into the office. Yep. Most of the times. They're not, it's, they're not going to, unless it's just this way forever, but for the most part, before COVID, you'd call, you'd make an appointment, you'd, then you'd follow up and go, you'd have to sit in the waiting room, shit like that. Now, I mean, it's fucking easy yeah. compared. So that's a, that barrier is gone. Like, do that, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, another, another question I had for you, Jeff, is, well, I do want to know if your doctor's hot. You said it's a female. Uh, yes, my doctor's hot. Okay, <laughs> so was, and the only reason I asked that is because I'm in, I'm in love with with my primary care physician. She's beautiful. I may have stated this before, so I, I just needed to get that out of my system. Can I, I can get back on track. Can I tell a funny story? <laughs> Please, God. All right, this is embarrassing, and I've never told it, and I would never tell this, but I hopefully it'll make some people laugh. So. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to tell this story. Oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> so we, Where's my popcorn? So I used to go to this uh, a doctor uh, at a different, you know, a different network or whatever. Um, and she was kind of an older gal. And uh, I called one time because I had an appointment. Um, but I said, hey, before I come in, I want to run this by or two, add this to my thing. I was noticing um, that... I, <laughs> You, it, let's just say I was noticing some signs that I might have a hemorrhoid. <laughs> so, <laughs> Alrighty. so I go to the doctor's office and um, they said, all right, doctor will be right in. Uh, I, I get, the, I get there and this beautiful young woman walks in and she says, hi, mm-hmm. my name's Dr. Such and such. Um, I'm new here and I'm just helping because we've got a lot of patients today. What can I help you with? And she says, I see here that you blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she goes, can you drop your pants? <laughs> see, see, I can't do it. And she slaps on the I glove. Snap. Be serious. <laughs> and let's just say that she got very uh, up close and personal with my backside. <laughs> All right. All righty. Well, thanks for sharing that, Jeff. And uh, we're going to go to break. Yes. Thank you. All right. (laughs) And now I quit this show forever. (laughs) Um, Remember, we're not editing. But thank you for sharing that uh, up close and personal story. You know, Um, it's kind of funny. I thought maybe maybe people would get a good laugh. (laughs) Hey, the last time I got my uh, prostate checked, the doctor had both his hands on my shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my old man's originals. In all seriousness, I, I, I have to get this shit out of my system, and then I can talk a little bit more serious. Yeah. Um, but And I am in love with, with my physician. She saved my life. Yeah. And she's like uh Indian goddess. Anyway, um, Ashley's probably going to listen to this. So. <laughs> yeah. What I was what I was getting at, back to your – let's go back. <laughs> let's circle back to your anxiety a little bit, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Um, what is well? First off, you guys, you mentioned that it can happen because of a trigger, yeah, or it can just fucking happen out of the blue. And and um, just in like layman's non-medical terms, I think that might be the difference between an anxiety, uh, having some anxiety over shit like job interviews or going to the fucking doctor or you know name that stressor that people get anxiety over everyday people, right? And then 
the shit that comes out of nowhere and kind of it hijacks your your hour, your your afternoon, your day when it comes out of nowhere. What is your when you're in that anxiety attack? What's your what's your fear? Are you like fearing that you're going to drop dead? Are you fearing that you're going to have a heart attack? It, it, do you is it anything like that? It's not that anymore. It used to be that all the time. Um, now I don't. I don't even know how. It's. It is a chest thing. Like the chest feels heavy, yeah. and then sure. and then. Um, I don't. I don't even know. Like I get short with people. Like I, especially my wife, and it, and it really sucks because mm-hmm. we're stuck in the house together. Uh, so it sucks for her um, <laughs> when that happens. Um, but that's essentially all that really happens anymore. I don't feel the heart attack thing anymore. Definitely used to. I think I might have a better handle on what's happening to me now, so I just don't feel it. Used to get that when I didn't know what was happening to me. You know, when I didn't realize yeah. I had anxiety. Um, right. No, but it just fear of feeling of dread and just like all not paranoia, like in the sense that like just like feeling like you're going to get trouble or you are in trouble or it's just really weird, man. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, no, I get it. I, um, I, I know that I know the fear of like, Oh, I fucked up. I'm going to get called on this shit Mm -hmm. because I've done some fucked up shit and been, and like, sat with that pit in my stomach like oh f- now i gotta face the music yeah um i uh, when i used to have real bad just yeah, out of nowhere anxiety taxes i thought i was going to pass out in front of all these people and need medical attention or just flat out code right yeah and uh it turned into i had to do some breathing exercises i would break out sweats um i mean fuck though when i was hammered and you know, 50 pounds overweight, I'd break out in a sweat tying my fucking shoelaces. But <laughs> I, I mean like the real sweats, right? And there were times that I would, in the middle of the day, if I had one at the house, I'd go outside and do just like pace, walk around my house and laps and try to kind of walk it off. But it hit out of nowhere and it it would hijack your day until I got it under control. And yeah. for me, getting under getting it under control was was stop living out of a whiskey bottle because... It, uh, the real bad hangover would tr- little did i know would trigger um a real bad panic attack of mine especially when you're mixing whiskey cocaine shots with red bull in it um fucking xanax if you're popping those recreationally mm-hmm. and i mean got you fucking goddamn right i'm going to have an anxiety attack mixing all that shit every once in a while i mean i don't know anybody that doesn't and, and your body's not supposed to handle an uppers and downers and sidewaysers and diagonalers and yeah. all those fucking things at the same time. Yeah. But um but I wanted to praise you on on your vulnerability, not only about the uh the, the hemorrhoid attack you had earlier with but the <laughs> the shit on the stuff that, that you've shared on on Facebook and on this on this show if you want to call it a show. I don't know what the fuck yeah, you right. call it. But on this podcast um, because it's resonating with people and I know it. And then, and like we said, when we were talking before this thing started, you, uh, before this episode started, you, you were saying that there's some people actually like reaching out and out of those conversations, our uh, action is being spawned. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by that is it's not just, Hey, thanks for sharing that. I I know what you mean, but it's, Hey, thanks for sharing that. I know what you mean. I'm going to, Call my doctor today. Yep, I'm gonna do this today, and that's fucking cool, man. Yeah, it's so, good. Good job. You know, I, that's the response I get. That or, hey, I'm, I'm sorry you're feeling this way. I hope you're doing okay today, which is so great. But that's like, that's not what you know. That's really not the reason I share. Um, but it is right, nice. Right, right. I like to hear that, it's especially friends. You know, and that's what I, I mean. I think we've we've said it before, you know, check on your friends. Right. So that's a good, it's a good thing. No, encouragement is huge. I, there's sometimes I've gotten words of encouragement that have kept me from throwing my fucking hands up. And yeah. Tall and all this. Um, yeah. We're too far down that, down that highway to, to, uh, to abandon ship here, brother. That's we, right. um, 
and, and meeting meeting some really cool cool folks along the way talking about this shit and having a conversation and it was a couple weeks ago when we did the like a quarantine show right it yeah. was two excuse me two weeks ago um maybe longer and everything we said is ha- i mean happening and now you're seeing it on the today show on local news they're talking about mental health and anxiety yep. i think dr dr phil's been beating the drum um so everything that we kind of laid out is happening and and happening with a um with a vengeance right yep. and uh that if you just saw me wave that was Charlie, our six-year-old, walking down the, <laughs> the staircase, and I had to wave him on. Um, real funny story, real quick. He he uh, came up to me. He's got an old iPhone that I used to have, no SIM card, but he can still get get shit online and uh, and do things like that. But he he's he's a YouTube guy. He loves the YouTube, right? So he fucking found the podcast on YouTube. <laughs> and he, <laughs> He comes up to us and he's like, "Chris, he's like, I could see your your shows on you're on YouTube." And I'm like, "Oh shit. What did he get his hands on? Like, Do not listen to that." That's hilarious. It's good stuff, but it's for older people. <laughs> so it oh, Ashley, you should have seen Ashley's face. She was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Do not press play. So you we got to figure funny. out how to disable all that. It's funny because I made every time I upload a, our videos to YouTube, I have to select is this made for kids? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> no. Nope. So, I guess that's part of the way they can oh. block us if they need to. So, according to society, it's not. But uh, uh, maybe not six. Definitely not six year olds. But I would say twelve year olds and up need Fair. to probably hear a lot of this shit. Yep. Um, and, and I have a feeling that see the, the real life talk is going to stick with them a lot more than uh, than the dare. The dare, the dare officer that comes in with this fucking bear that smells like cigs and scotch and, you know, has little... What was it? The... Now... What was the crime the crime dog, remember? Scruff McGruff? McGruff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of Fred McGriff, right? Because <laughs> the crime dog is a baseball player. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I know they try to be age-appropriate, but... Um, I'm not, I'm not, I don't make those rules. Uh, yep. But I know we're a little colorful from time to time. <laughs> but um, no, I wanted to, yeah, good job. I, I think the people that, the encouragement is good, but also like when people are actually um, make, taking plan, like a plan to action is um, is pretty cool stuff. And that's what, what we're here doing, man. And uh, yeah. For those of you who listen, we're we're here to help. Obviously, we 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 bang our chests on that, um, and not in a fucking macho way. It's just we're a resource. Use us. Um, we there's nothing to lose probably by reaching out to us. I don't think we're gonna we're gonna steer you in the the, the wrong way. Right. Um, we'll at least be able to and they'll be able to listen to your shit, like you know, because we get it. And which leads into kind of what I wanted to briefly talk about today if we if we have a topic i know we've been doing this little podcast series on the good the bad and the ugly um the liability the reliability and then today i want to talk about humility a little bit and with when i say we get it what you're going through it's because you know it, it may not be the exact same on paper but we've both jeff and i have both battled our own demons and our own shit and and through those battles <coughs> comes a great humility um a great humbling and what i mean by that is i have i've had it all in my mind right in my opinion i've had it all and then i fucking lost it all lost it all so you guys have heard me talk before about my old man and 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 his death and and when and one day I'll spell it out maybe for those of you that want to know the whole story between him and I um may not on this show today but 
w- w- the way I always put it is he was he was like the sun in my world where I had put all, all my eggs in his basket. Um, so when he went, I went. And when you are um, – I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. When you, in your own mind, think because you have this person in your life, I had him, that I was untouchable, that I was on top of a mountain, I was the fucking – king shit I was somewhat cocky and arrogant I could sell cocky and arrogant though I like there's there's people out there that are you can like that guy's a fucking arrogant asshole right mm-hmm. I was uh real confident and to where I could become off as cocky and arrogant at times but I for some reason I think I sold it better than some people that it just you could and if there's people that are listening to probably disagree and be like no you're a fucking asshole um, you were an arrogant prick, all that shit. But I'm just, I, yeah, I get that. Maybe I was, but the the point is when you when you go from a, a high, a, a, it's a high opinion, just a untouchable type of lifestyle, which is so much bullshit, right? Mm. Obviously, that's what happened. You you fall, and that fall tends to uh, humble the fuck out of people and and I, I'm one of those guys like I still can say stupid shit and make stupid mistakes and try to learn the thing is now I try to learn from them and I'm try to oh uh, yeah I get it when back then I would do something stupid say something stupid and be like oh you don't like that fuck you I don't give a fuck what you think you know shit like that that people yeah. say and it's really a facade, like kind of a tough guy facade. Yeah, you actually do give a fuck what people think. You just act like you don't, and that's bullshit. But, I mean, that's how I was. Right. So it's not just – that's how that's that's how I lived. And then <clears throat> through this, tra- this, this life, this, you know, tragic event to, to, the, to my sobriety journey came this great, great humility – and I, I realized, and I used to, I guess the main point about it is, is do you, you ever heard that, I guess it's a poem, it's a poem or prayer, it's called, I mean, you probably, heard, I'm sure you fucking heard about it, Footprints, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't, like, anybody listening hasn't, but there's always, you know, maybe if there's, if there's on a high day, if there's eight, ten people listening, maybe one person hasn't heard of the the footprints story or poem or prayer, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I know that it was given to me as a young kid by my mother. Like as a, I think she started getting me a bookmark and, um, which was a fail on her part because I don't fucking read shit. Um, so I wasn't using a bookmark. Right. But then she got me, uh, I think I caught it, caught my eye. I told her how much I liked it. And it, it's a great, Story, I just, and I really, I subscribe, I believed in it. Um, I just didn't, and it sounded good. And I used to actually give it away, like, to people that would come to me back then and be struggling with shit. I would, I would give that away and tell that story. And I, because I subscribed to it, I just didn't really live my life that way. Or I did, and I, I didn't consciously. But for those of you that don't know, I better read the fucking thing, you know, people who, just in case people are listening and saying, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Jeff, can you still see me? I'm like yep. off the Zoom screen here. Yep, I can see you. <clears throat> All right, it's Footprints, written by God knows who, and it says, one night a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord, with God. I hate calling him the Lord. Anytime, I mean, some a lot of people call refer him to Lord and the Lord. Like, I always think of some English fucking noble, like douchebag <laughs> from Braveheart. Calling this, calling another guy Lord, right? I always think of like a Southern prosperity gospel preacher, the Lord or the Lord. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and I, it's just I don't know, it's just not my. But Ashley calls him Lord. But anyway, let me say it my words. Yep. One night, probably all drunk and fucking passed out, a guy had a dream. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) He dreamed he was walking along the beach with God, across the and across the sky flashed scenes from his life. For each scene, he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand. One belonged to him, and the other one to God. 
Jesus, the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. He noticed that many times along the path of his life, there was only one set of footprints. He also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times in his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned God about it. He said, God, you said that once I decided to follow you, you walk with me all the way. But I've noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, I would say, Jeff, the most fucked up times in my life, there's only one set of footprints. I don't understand why when I needed you most, you would leave me. God replied, shook his head, and said, my precious, precious child, I don't know, he, let's see, God would look at me and say, listen, fucking know-it-all asshole, I love you and I would never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. So the reason I bring that up is because this transformation that I had going from from living the life I lived in my 20s to to going through the rehab um, process and really clinging, like clinging to God because that, that in my mind, it's all I had left. Um, I wasn't conscious enough to realize that I still had my friends and family and my mother especially that that had been there the whole time praying and doing everything that they could for me. You just you don't know it you, when you're when you're in that battle. You mm-hmm. just don't know it. So in my mind, I was just like, all I had left was God, and I've tried it every other way. I've lost everything. Um, in my mind, I had lost everything, and I certainly had not. Uh, that's how it felt when I was on the floor in my room in rehab, and and when I cling that night to this screaming prayer fucking crying like a fucking baby um I guess like on your on my knees begging and pleading like I'll do it your way I I promise I I woke up and and had this this real life serenity over me and this sense of peace and and I feel a lot like this fucking guy that had that had that dream like in I was in rehab like all this shit that I went through that led me to this point um I saw the one there was one set of footprints and it was it was it was God and like I just realize man the power in that and it's and it connects with me because i used to hand this fucking thing out like baseball cards i would if anybody was going through something i would go to the hallmark store somewhere and buy the footprints prayer bookmark or whatever and i'd give it to them and i meant good intentions out of it but but through and and this was i'm talking late high school early 20s that i subscribed to this prayer was probably the only that and psalm 23 were about the depths of my Christian vocabulary, um, which is better than nothing, I guess. But when I when I fucking went through that, like it's like I lived that fucking poem. I don't even if it what it is, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. And with that, like, came this the greatest sense of humility that I've ever had in my life, and. And ever since then, it's been a a pursuit of of being humble, um, knowing that I don't know shit. I know some things, but I I, I listened much better to to other people. I'm fucking married to a girl that is like you, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome, <laughs> right? Awesome. <laughs> Um, music, uh, musically talented. No, she's not. You should hear her sing. But uh, <laughs> people reached out, and when I say that, I mean really politically. And it, I, and pol- this shit that happened, the, the, the election of 2016, fucking broke up relationships, and to the point where we had um, one of the pastors at our church just shortly after. Uh, 
you know, the right. Never mind. I, <coughs> just shortly after the results of the election, emailed us and said, "We there's some. Would you guys be able to sit down with people that are reaching out because their fucking marriages are struggling because of their differences politically? Like, I don't think there's a been a time in, in, in at least my lifetime where it's been so divided, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, my my mother and father were always different sides of the aisle. They always canceled each other out, but not to this extreme, right? Um, and there's been, you know, fights within our family, sure. It's usually them against me. Uh, unfortunately, God didn't bless them with the uh, IQ and brain. Never mind. Uh, I'm talking about humility. I'm talking about humility. Um <laughs> The point is, I not that Ashley would ever look at me twice the way I was living back in my 20s. Holy shit, the thought of that makes me laugh. Um, but there's no way without this humility that I'd be able to be in a, like, even have two dates with a, with a girl that was... Because I would just I would dig my heels in and be the fucking know it all, right? Yeah. You're probably like, well, that's kind of what you are now. But <laughs> I have gotten better, believe me. I've gotten a little bit better. Um, I heard a one percent better every day. Yeah. Uh, at at pursuing humility. I mean, I I go to church with a lot of people that that are vote differently than me. Um, I'm looking at one right now on the fucking Zoom call, and I love <laughs> you to death. So. I listen, I listen, and I. Uh, you guys all claim that I'm hiding my liberalism just for show, but I, I do. I, I do listen more. Um, not enough. I don't think we all anybody listens enough. But that all came with the with with sobriety and with me giving it over, and, and literally realizing that here I've been handing out this footprints prayer shit. And, and and God actually fucking did that in my life and and, and probably still does. Um, like, I was that fucking guy in that fucking poem. And, and with that comes this incredible, incredible... I'm so fucking humbled, man. Like, when people reach out for help in, in this stuff, in this podcast, uh, and they're... <clears throat> alcoholism, their heroin addictions, their the benzos, their whatever the fuck they're doing because they're depressed, they're anxious as fuck, they're goddamn borderline suicidal. I mean, this is shit that I'm so humbled to be in this position to at least listen to their problems and to their and then maybe together formulate a plan like like we talked about earlier with you, like where they can take a a listening ear and then hear something you said, Jeff, and turn it into a plan of action. So when people are doing that to uh, with me, to us, I'm humbled as fuck, and it's something that I don't ever plan on stop doing. It's something if you ever see me fucking around with my humility, my 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 humbled attitude, call my shit on that, bro. Mm-hmm. I tell people that daily. I think mean, Ashley probably does it daily, but <laughs> I, I have to, I have to admit that to, to the people that are listening. That I'm so humbled to be here. I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful to be sharing this story of, of surviving rock bottom. As our friend Joey put it, he tried to even get farther than rock bottom. Right, yeah. like dig a little deeper. Yeah. I, 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 that resonated with me because yeah, that's what we were doing, and and I'm somehow survived it. God kept me around. I've been so blessed uh, by that. I've been so blessed with the the family that I have now, the family that I've always had, and I see those and I recognize them, and I'm, and and the only answer I have to ha- having this type of gratitude is it comes from the the core that I was humbled. I fell, um, and I and because of God, I was able to get back up, and I'm fucking humbled by that. Yeah. And and it can happen to each and every one of you that are listening that 
that this is resonating with. Yep. And man, it's just, um, it's one of the things I probably am most grateful for. Uh, you know, is if you want to call it a, a gift from God or, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like, is that being humbled, that humility that I'm not better than you. I'm not better than them. I'm no fucking way, man. And I, I see that a lot about people in recovery. I see that as a common theme with people in recovery because in, in our lens, we've seen some fucking shit and, and, are for those of us that are in recovery and, and reaching our hand out where there's a lot of us, it's because we've had this overwhelming sense of humility and we're reaching our hand out and we're trying to fucking help you get to where we are because it's better on this side. I fucking promise you that. I swear to God it is. It is better on this side. There is smiling there is laughter there is joy and there is fucking light on this side and i'm so grateful there's that i got humbled there's some people you might argue the president that is in their 70s and never once been humbled i got it when i was 30 and it's a good reminder for when i start veering i'm not talking about the uh, the relapse path but start veering on the asshole path (laughs) for lack of better terms but that's what i wanted to wrap this podcast series up with because and and i still don't think i convey it well enough articulate it well enough to have a podcast that people actually listen to but i'm giving it the college try Mm. it's so much so important in my heart i wrote about it in 2016 i mean it even fucking more in 2020 and even more in 2020 considering the shit year that it's been that that i am still wake up every day humbled and thankful and now if we could just get back fucking back on the ice and play some hockey yeah (laughs) you know what i mean yeah so so that's that's the uh that's that was the point i wanted to make sure i got driven home on on this podcast episode and um and if any of you have any questions uh i'm an open book um i want to talk about some ideas here uh on uh, online if you will uh i was thinking maybe in the fuck even this weekend i might kind of inspired by you music blah 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 you fucking musicians <laughs> um, you know, maybe just do a Q and A Facebook Live if yeah, if anybody wants to um, get in a chat room and sext with me. I mean, text <laughs> with me. <laughs> you, I, I want to talk about that a little bit, Jeff. You, you guys are doing a great job. You Thanks. fucking guys on these. I mean, I mean it. I'm going to hijack one of your shows and start throwing out some some requests. Yeah. Um, can you play a little Pac? I don't know if I can. Maybe, uh, maybe changes or something. The, the you know. All right, there you go. Bruce Hornsby or riff d- there. <laughs> or, or you, dear mama. I always, I always send that to my mama Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dear mama, even even though you was a crack fiend, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. <laughs> What's the one? Uh, well, never mind. Some of the I can't sing some of the songs. I'm just not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> right so i i yeah man it's it's cool shit maybe i'll try a uh try a facebook live on that you gave me that tripod right yeah drop it up yeah that's what i was using every time i bend over i'm a tripod <laughs> boom, boom. Ah, yeah <laughs> so how was your birthday brother did you get all fucked up or what no man i you know it's funny uh people have you i know we've seen a lot of people hitting the bottle harder but i've also seen a lot of people putting it down Uh, really a lot of people who maybe didn't don't struggle do you know what i mean it's just people are like i'm drinking less right now they don't go out anyways and that's when they would do it anyway um so you know i haven't 
like like we said on this podcast before i don't struggle with uh alcohol mm-hmm. issues yeah, but, yeah. um you know I, I had a beer on my birthday and that was it yeah you know so it's interesting oh well hopefully hopefully your wife was nice to you at, at the very least i know sometimes she can be a little firecracker <laughs> she was nice if i was nice <laughs> all right all right um yeah man yeah, my old man said after 21 he stopped counting in terms of gifts and shit. But yeah. On my 21st, uh, that was a wild one. Yeah. I had gotten it, uh, I'd gotten in a big fight uh, the night before with, and she probably won't, she's not going to care I tell the story, but she, we're still very you know, close friends. we going to fight with my ex um, at good old shenanigans. Um, caused a scene and it was up late caused a scene it was so my 21st was on Thanksgiving okay Um, so this was the night before right and me and my old man were boarding up he was taking me to Vegas for my 21st nice Um, yeah it was fucking awesome right Uh, sound spoiled as shit because I kind of was and I you know just it is what it is what am I fucking supposed to say about it Um, right there were some other things that that he needed you know needed a little trip too but my mom my mom was none too pleased that we were leaving on thanksgiving to go to fucking sin city um (laughs) i mean and as soon as as soon as we got to lambert i mean it was i'd stopped drinking probably three or four in the morning and then it was we got to lambert about 10 30 and then i think that chili's opened at 11 first margarita we were on a plane by one um and uh yeah, we got out there, and I don't remember much of it besides uh, cleaning house on a roulette table at at the Mandalay. I think I I think I did a I think I did some fair my fair share of cocaine, and um, I know I and one Russian uh, stripper, was, but <laughs> I probably shouldn't get into too many details on that. Um, right. You ever you ever you ever bagged a Russian? No, I can't say I have. No. Uh, <laughs> nice gal. Didn't speak much English. Um, I've already said too much, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, April Fools. And yeah. with that being said, um, I, I now have my six-year-old again walking down the stairs, and I'm hoping he didn't hear <laughs> that last sentence. Charlie, go, go upstairs. All right, Jeff. All right. Hey, it's it's podcasting under quarantine. That's right. right. Different. It's um, different rules. <laughs> go outside and play or something. Anyway, <laughs> we better uh, better cut this one before I say too much and uh, a six year old's ears gathers it because the other day he did say fucked up um, <laughs> when he dropped he dropped something and uh, I laughed. Ashley didn't, and that's usually that's the story of our household. Did yeah. you see our Easter family photo? Oh, it was it was fantastic. <laughs> Nothing describes our relationship more than that Easter family photo. Her, her, and her pastel. She got all ready for Easter. Not this boy. Yeah. I, Hang uh, on to that. I, yeah. I mean, how many Easter's are you going to ever get to just wear a wife beater and sit on the couch with your pup? That's you know what right. I mean? And yeah. while, at at church. Yeah. yeah. Still get to go to church that way. <laughs> so, if you show up to church that way, that would be the best. Next Easter, I'll see you there. All right. <laughs> Listen, hold me to this. Next Easter, I'm going in a wife beater. All right. <laughs> Tell me offski. All right. Well, um, I got to help this fucking kid out with some Minecraft or whatever he's trying to do. But before I do, um, I want to close with a uh, with a shout out to my my uncle Nick. He uh, passed away last night. Mm. Um, lived a wonderful life. He. Uh, I think he was 93. He was a. His kids are are amazing. We're we're all super close. They are out in California, um, and they took really good care of him. Uh, my cousin Cherie has just been a uh, been in, uh, such a rock um, to Cindy, Mark, Susanna, um, Debbie, all those guys out there in California. Uh, we're we're praying for you guys. My uncle Nick was a uh, was the original godfather of the Pondoff family. Man, mm-hmm. he um, 
he, he bolted East St. Louis, I think in like the forties or fifties or whatever. And, and moved out to Southern Cal and, and blew some real estate out of, uh, out of the fucking water. And, uh, it was always there for me. He used to come visit us in, in St. Louis and like as a as a six year old would hand me fifties and nice. smoke his big fat fucking stogies and uh <laughs> you can understand why a guy like me idolized a guy like him. But yeah. um he would have saw they come and he uh the last time that we had a really good conversation because his health's been deteriorating was I think it was last summer we were out there and he he told me that um that he was sorry, but uh, my relationship with Ashley is over because he was going to marry her. <laughs> because, and I quote, I'm rich and, and you're poor, he told me. <laughs> and uh, I said, Uncle Nick, are you going to come to our wedding? He said, no, 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 you're coming to our fucking wedding. So <laughs> that's my Uncle Nick. Tell uh, tell the family and, and especially TP uh, what's up and, and have some fun up there with them. And uh, we're praying for all you guys in, in Southern Cal. Uh, thanks a lot, Jeff, for all that you do. And uh, we'll talk soon, brother. Yep. Keep on keeping on. Right. Uh, thanks, everyone. Let us pray. If you're struggling or know someone that is, please, please have them check out our podcast and reach out to Chris or me. We want to listen, and we're super eager to help. Pondoff's Anonymous is Chris Pondoff and produced by me, Jeff Allen. Our music is Antihero by McCall and Gentle Waters by Wild Wonder. For more information, visit pondosanonymous.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Wow.